these guys were going to kill me. Doug, nobody tried to kill you. They did, but I killed them. You're listening to Arnold Radio News, your weekly dose of what is best in life. And now, two guys who are scraping up Sully's remains, the Gillinator and Brandon Crumb. Come on, Gillinator, give these people air. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need air, these people just need food, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, I but uh, it's good to be back here again. You know, we uh, we had a fun uh, fun time last time. Yeah, a little bit back to back to the normal uh, way to do it. For sure, yeah, um, yeah. We did something. Uh, you know, they did that fun uh, commentary track last time. Um, and I think uh, we should do another one. People seem to to get a kick out of it. You know, doing the commentary. I've been hearing a lot of people wanting us to do the villain. I think is the the top <laughs> yes. contender for the for the next film. So uh, fans right. might have that to look forward to. The villain, yes, I like that one. I like that. Yes, I I think that is a good good option to do. Um, oh yes, some may know it as Cactus Jack. I think so. If we want to get into the right the history, we'll we'll get it out. And we'll probably talk about that uh, all during that episode. But. <laughs> Cactus Jack, but, the yeah. villain, with Kirk Douglas and Margaret, and the one and only Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, as a cowboy. Not dubbed over. Not dubbed over. No, this is not the one that he was dubbed at. That was Hercules, of course. Um, exactly. So yes, but the villain is its its own glorious thing, and uh, um, yes, quite the uh, filmmaking. Uh, Masterpiece. <laughs> this is <laughs> yes, Western. His oldest Western. Um, and quite a, quite a silly one at that. Um, but yes, that uh, we'll do that in a, in a coming episode. Um, Maybe may very, very near future, because uh, this is kind of a quiet time of year. Um, it's not, not a lot of, you know, Arnold action happening week to week, like, of course, we got with the uh, build-up to Terminator. Um, actually, right. this whole, like, really the, the whole past year has been a non-stop, um, you know, Arnold Fest, because there was just constant, you know, things going on with, uh, you know, Expendables. I mean, we talked about it on his birthday episode, you know, how much he did the past year. And... um Oh yeah, it's keeping busy. Crazy pace. That's our Arnold. Um, but uh, now it's kind of calming down a little bit. Uh, at least you know, it, it, publicly he's not you know doing doing as much. I'm sure he's still keeping quite busy, as uh, you know, uh, Arnold d- does not like to just uh, sit around and do nothing for very long. Um, so um yeah but probably working out his next uh you know film deals as he decides what he wants to do next um yes going around you know just seeing the world going doing speaking at uh different engagements uh and uh things like the gold's gym thing that uh, he just went to um right it was a big milestone hopefully we'll get some sort of like a king conan 
an announcement coming up, you know, that would be nice. Yes, that would definitely be nice. Look forward to that. Scream that guy. I love it. (laughs) Speaking about a loss of Arnold news, here's some Arnold news that I'm sad to report. I think that navigation app was, I think they took away the Arnold Terminator uh, navigation. No! Say it isn't so. I'm driving you. You (laughs) I would pay for that stuff. I would pay for that voice. Oh, absolutely, yes. It's completely gone. <laughs> you so can't. It was like promotion for the film. I think August fifteenth or something like that. They took it away. Yeah. You know, and I was. It was like I was actually traveling recently, and I was quite excited to get directions from Arnold to go to the airport. But right, they took it away. So ah, damn Siri voice. This bastards. That. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so no, hopefully Siri everybody out there got a chance to experience it, and everything it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Real Arnold, you know, give you directions. It was, it was, it was really great. It was very, it was very fun. Yes, it was, uh, especially the beginning and the end. You know, where he kind of has, you know, these extra, extra phrases he throws in and and uh, right. different things. And then when the police come or something like that, it's like get down. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, that was great. It may not have been the best, really, the best practical one because he, obviously they didn't get Arnold to speak every uh, street name <laughs> in the world. <laughs> right, that would take true. a while. Um, but you can turn left. But yes, just turn you know, left now. You know the streets. Left, Come on, turn right. Don't need me to tell you. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you use uh, your, you use your big guy eyes there. Right, the baby eyes. <laughs> You can see it for yourself. Come on. <laughs> so, well, that's disappointing, though, that it's gone now. But, uh... Well, I wrote a review on iTunes, so I hope they see it. That's good, yes. Maybe I was like, do... hey, I, I'm giving this a one star until we get Arnold. <laughs> it's a protest <laughs> review, yes. Yeah. Those are good. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it is a fun, back. you know, it really is a great, you know, pretty fun app. There's a lot of good social, uh, Interaction between you and the other drivers, where you can kind of say, "Hey, something's going on here," and it'll right. put it up on the yeah. And yeah, it's so, it's, it's uh, a crowdsourcing kind of thing for traffic, which you know, right. it works well if, if everyone's using it and everything. But uh, the other parts, some parts of it, I, I kind of are, are kind of weird because you, know, you go in there and, and turn off some things because one thing is like you can see other ways people driving. And then no, you, know, yeah. you, you can yeah. open up a chat with them even and like, you know, just say like, Hey, what's up? Oh. <laughs> so that's when it gets a little creepy. That's like, what yeah, I, I don't want to chat with random, that, but... random drivers, <laughs> especially while you're driving. You're not supposed to, right? That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It does have a thing. It's like, Hey, passenger or right. It's okay. You know, it, it tells you pretty much, but right. Uh, but... I did like that. It gave you like uh, a kind of points or something when you travel a certain amount of time, you know, distance. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Like milestones. And I thought that was really cool. Right. That, you can you be know, like, you're going to be driving anyway. Yeah. So it kind of gives you incentive to use that app because you're like, oh, well, if I use it and I travel this distance, I get, you know, whatever and whatever points. I don't know if you upgrade or anything like that. Yeah. No, what the hell you get points, with them. But, but they're, you yeah, know. It, it's still kind of fun. It's, yeah. It makes it like a game, sort of, you know. And there's, uh, it's kind of like Pac Man mode. I think you can turn on some kind of like game mode where there's like dots you have to. 
to munch while you drive over them or something. <laughs> I didn't see that, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they don't still do it. It was like early on when I started using it, that was one of the things you could turn on. And I was like, I turned it on for like, you know, a few minutes and then I'm like, okay, there's no point to that. Uh, <laughs> and and part reason. of it was that you like, you get these like other like special, you know, like I, I forget special symbols that show up on on the or like a side road or something, and it's not on your route, so you have to you have to go out of your way to go and get the special <laughs> oh, things to get more points. Yeah, that's, that's a little weird. <laughs> it's like okay, if you're not in a hurry to get wherever you're going, you can yeah, just turn this way. Just go random side roads and. Have fun with that, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not a gas waste. Come on, yes, exactly. It's not <laughs> environmentally friendly. Um, wow! All right. Crazy. Well, so much for that. Um, so hopefully we get it back someday. I'm checking the settings right now just to be sure, but I'm pretty sure that mm-hmm. yeah, it's gone. Yeah, son of a gun. Oh well. But we got it for a little while. That's that's the crazy part. Yes. <laughs> It was special like, why it lasted. Out there, there's a files. There's files of Arnold saying these things. Right. I want. I want the raw recording so you can hear like yeah. the outtakes and things that you, know, you probably that messed up. Cool. You know, a few times. Yeah. So um, that would be pretty fun. Um, cool. Uh, well, let's get to like the 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 main headline that we did get recently. And it's very good news. You know, we were kind of, you know, bummed out when Terminator Genesis opened in the U.S. And, you know, it did okay, but it did, certainly didn't knock anyone's socks off and, and rake it in, you know, like we wanted it to. Um, right. But, of course, we knew it was doing well internationally. And, uh, you know, it was driving up the, the worldwide grosses and everything. But then, you know, we were looking forward to it opening in China. And uh, that finally happened. You know, they, they had to wait till the, the blackout where they couldn't, you know, in China, of course, they have these restrictions where they, they, they only show Chinese films for, you know, a certain time of year. And then they, they lift this, you know, this, this blackout for uh, American films. Um, you know, at the end of the summer, and they have to, and they only let so many uh, open up. Like they, they don't get every film out there, uh, so they they choose a certain amount. And uh, of course, Terminator was one of these that got to open up in China, and it is blowing things away. Like it's it's doing crazy good in China. So first day, opening day, which was like. What was it? It was on Sunday, I think. It was a weird opening day, um, but it's the you know the first day they could they sh- start showing there. They did twenty seven point four million. Wow! So that isn't crazy. That is right. crazy. I mean, like how much? How much did it make? Did it make in the U.S. alone over its whole? You know what I mean? Like eighty nine. Um, it was eighty. Yeah, in the upper eighties, I think it ended up. So that was total U.S. Oh. gross, yeah. But first day, twenty-seven point four. It's huge. It's like um, it, it was like broke records, or it, uh, it was, I think, the fourth biggest opening day ever in China. Um, 
That's know, pretty crazy. Yeah. There were like a few other big ones like the Avengers Ultron and uh, uh, Furious 7 or one of those. Um, uh, didn't it surpass like some other box office? So, yeah. So they that, a little picture where yeah, it made more than Ant-Man, <laughs> it made more than Mad Max, even Terminator right. Salvation. Right, exactly. So the worldwide gross is accumulating, and because of this, you know, what it's doing in China, so it was 27 the opening day, 45.5 on the opening three days. Um, yeah. and it's still, you know, still going strong after that. So now the total is around 376 million. Um, wow. And with a budget of what, like 155 million or something. Right. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's great. Great numbers. If we want a sequel. Exactly. So it's, and it's still going strong and because this, this, so that's four days in China, but it's not even on a weekend yet. You know, it opened on Sunday and it's been right. going during the week. Yeah. So it, we're coming up to, it'll be its first weekend opening. And so it, it should do, you know, keep doing spectacular there. Um, so nothing but good news happening there. Um, and, um, China. yeah, China, that's, you know, it's, it's becoming this, this very powerful, you know, market now. Um, in all kinds of ways, you know, for other things like, you know, Apple, you know, is selling lots of iPhones and things in China. So it's, it's, uh, becoming right. an important oh, yeah. market and, and now for, uh, for films and, but it's unique in that, you know, so I think, um, what was the film that had a kind of, a, you know, similar kind of mediocre us run? Um, it was that one with the giant, um, you know the the robots fighting uh, oh, Pacific pixels. Pacific Rim. Oh, Pacific Rim. Yeah, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that opened in the U.S. and it did like a hundred million, I think, something like that. It was you know disappointing compared to the budget and stuff, which is a huge budget, right? Um, and then it went on and did a hundred million in China. Um, or the, I don't know if it was just China or the rest of the world, but it was like, it did, you know, well there so that it's now getting a sequel, even though, you know, it was okay in the U.S. So, you know, we've seen that kind of thing before, but Terminator Genesis is kind of unique in that, so the U.S. gross is only uh, like 20 something percent of its total grosses now, um, with this China thrown in and everything. So it's it's like it's such a small percentage um, compared to what you know other normal you know blockbuster films do in this kind of thing. So it's it's normally in the you know thirties and forties percentage wise. Um, so it's just a unique situation that China is really making all the difference um, in how you know the success of this film. There's there's an article that. Um, uh, where'd it go? I had it open here somewhere. Um, that basically said, you know, Terminator Genesis is no, it's no longer a flop. You can't, you know, you can't call it a flop by any stretch of the word. You know, I, <laughs> right. I'd still argue that even with its U.S. gross, it, you know, I wouldn't say it was a flop. It was like maybe, you know, no. disappointing, yes, like compared to what they wanted, but, um, but still okay. But, but yeah, there's no way. I mean, it's, it's a certified, you know, uh, 
success, you know, money maker, you know. Um, so oh, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's doing a smash hit. Another, you know, crazy statistic that, um, has been caused from this is, it is now, uh, Arnold's, of all of Arnold's films, it is number, f- number four for sure. And I think even number three, it will, uh, it will surpass, it has surpassed or will surpass soon. Um, of all of wow. Arnold's movies, worldwide gross, it is number four or number three. Number three is True Lies. This is what, you know, <laughs> it's, it's coming That's up true. again. So it's, you know, as True Lies was, Cra- you know, crazy successful. James Cameron, everything it you know it did great. Um, so I would imagine that T two has to be in one of the, one of his top three. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure T two. Um, and where were the others here? I have these others up. China box office. No, that's this. So adjusted. Okay, worldwide. Uh, not adjusted. Uh, we got T2 on top. He's, it's the number one. Um, nice. Followed by T3. Uh, <laughs> that did, so T2 was five five 519 million worldwide. T3 was 433 million worldwide. True Lies, number three, is 378 million. So you can see it's right, you know, Right wow, up there. Right the cusp it, there. It, it will pass True Lies for sure. Um, yeah. With this, you know, the next, if it hasn't already, I think Randy posted something how it, it already has, but, um, but, uh, yeah, it's hard to get the, you know, the, the figures out of China, you know, as, as reliably. Um, so the sites haven't updated with that yet. Um, but yeah, True Lies, uh, so it will be the number three moneymaker, which will all be Terminator films, um, at that <laughs> point. Um, which is crazy. That's, you know, that's... That just goes to show you how popular... Arnold's, yeah, it, it remains hugely yeah, popular. People love the, uh, yeah, it's still a huge franchise. It's not, you know, it's not dead. People still want to see where they could take it. Right. You know, and I thought the story of uh, of Genesis was actually, you know, pretty. It was a fun movie. Yes, you know, I, I it was good. It. And I still think, I, remembering back, I, I still think I liked it even better than T three. So I got I got to watch it again. But I felt like at least it's yeah, not yeah, T three. You know, it's in, in terms that's of yeah, that's that's how I felt too. Um, then when we watched T three the other week, it was like, man, you know, I, as I said, I, I thought T three kind of got a bad rap, and and um, yeah, I, yeah, I think they're neck and neck I'm right now. But yeah, they are. They're like kind of they're, they're right there, you know. Because there's there are definitely do, uh, things, yeah, there are definitely things I like about T three a little better, but then I, I like Genesis for a lot of things too. So, um, right. So yeah, but it's it is you know. Like we said, you know, we've been saying it's it's a good movie. People have, who have seen it have loved it, um, and so yeah, this is a kind of a big middle finger to the critics who all seem to trash it <laughs> right. for some reason. Um, but it's it's still going strong and uh, you know breaking records. So that is good news. And uh, you know, barring we you know, haven't heard an official announcement yet from the studios about the sequel but it's kind of a 
uh, an assumed thing that uh, they that you know they they will go forward with uh, with uh, more of them um, with this kind of figures. Right. I mean, it'll it'll easily get over four hundred million. Um, you know, probably in the somewhere between four hundred four hundred fifty, it'll end up. So um, then you got because you still got DVD sales and Blu-ray and all that. So it's it's gonna gonna do oh, yeah. quite quite I know fine. I need it in my collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think uh, that's a foregone conclusion. Um but yeah, yeah, that's crazy. The other other movies that have, are up there in the in the top Arnold ones are the uh the Expendables ones actually. Um really. Those are the ones that just passed in um you know, is three hundred five million for Expendables two, which was the highest one. The Expendables three wow. um, did not do nearly as well, um, and then the Expendables one uh, was almost as good as Expendables two. So yeah, and then after that is Total Recall, which is. Uh, which is crazy. That's two hundred sixty-one. That's a great film. Yes, great. And notice how a lot of how many of these are are rated R movies too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. People want to see like that. You know, when you're going to do something, you know, with the especially with the Terminator, they should have gone R. But I guess that what they're proving now is. Yeah, you know, that sometimes you can get away with it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they won't be hugely grossing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure True Lies rated R. First True Lies is T two and T three. T two and T three are rated yeah, R. Yeah. Um, so these really to push it over the edge, they needed to have that ingredients uh, that R brings. Yeah. So and the Expendables ones are are uh, the first one is R. The second one is that one still R? Or did they go PG thirteen with so. two? I know they went PG thirteen no. with three. But, uh, I think that was a stink that people made. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, that was what I think that's had a why it with wasn't it. as successful is because it was a PG-13. Yep, one of the reasons there. But um, I still like 3. Oh, yeah, it's, it's rated thing, R. But, the Expendables 2. Yeah, yeah. So the highest grossing Expendables ones are rated R. Total Recall R, Eraser R. Like, you have to go down to Batman and Robin before you get a, uh, a PG-13. Um, wow. So, well, other than, of course, Genesis now <laughs> that it's up there. But, yeah. Right. But the next one after that is, yeah, Batman and Robin is the, uh, the, and then Twins. So, yeah, very interesting. Very wild. So, this thing that, you know, people were trashing and didn't think would do well is now, uh, trouncing, you know, all these worldwide gross records. So, very feel vin you know we feel vindicated now uh, i love it it's good <laughs> yes all right um let's see what else do i have here um wanted to catch up with um yeah while we're on genesis Wanted to mention another like feedback we got um, that I was I kept meaning to read 
when we were talking about Genesis so much, um, but we got a um, a review, um, kind of a mini review uh, from M King, E M King, that uh, he sent some some of his thoughts on T five and. Uh, um, so a lot of them were things we already kind of went over. The you know the PG thirteen was a problem being a Terminator. Um, the um, you know for example T one had the great police station shootout, and when it was so brutally Fun. killed everyone, and uh, you know and and, uh, and then he talks about uh, T any kind of mistakes like T two. Was uh, it makes it makes it sound like he thought T two was rated PG thirteen, but obviously it was still R. But he just you know Arnold doesn't kill people. Um, let's see, there's still plenty of blood and no, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so and then it's like the comedy he wasn't crazy about that, but. Uh, we kind of mentioned a little bit about that, but, uh, we didn't think it was over the top. T-100, oh yeah, he thinks the T-100 should have been destroyed after flying into the chopper blades when they, uh, you know, start flying and ah. he has to dive into it. That's, that's a little bit, uh, I'll give it a little bit of that. Um, I think that's the, one of those rule of cool things is just, you know, such a badass thing that he dives into the other copter <laughs> and makes it crash. Right. Yeah. That's, that, that's a pretty awesome know, way to take it out. You kind of, you know, it, I, it really didn't occur to me in the, in when I was watching it that, yeah, you should be like more messed up after that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, here I am, but, right. um, but yeah, at least he's a deep gash or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting his clothes. <laughs> So, yeah, so he had, you know, kind of his own, own criticisms that, uh, but it, overall, you know, he still loved it a lot. And, uh, of course, 10 out of 10 for Arnold's performance. Um, yeah, Arnold really killed it back as a Terminator, you know, he, uh, yeah, he just knows that character so well. I can just probably snap into it. Yep. You know? Yep. He always does. So, um, so yeah, just good, good news. Uh, for Terminator fans that um, I think we can look forward to some more uh, Terminator action. Of course, if they do the sequels, I think they'll, they'll probably do, you know, two of them, you know, filmed at the same time, as is the the trend these days. Um, so that could be exciting. And then the dates they reserved, um, you know, they they... The studio reserved like a date in 2017 and 2018. Um, I don't know what they were exactly, but someone came out. And, you know, of course, the Star Wars, you know, came out and uh, announced the, the dates for the the next Star Wars movie when it gets to um, uh, what? What will it be? Seven. So it'd be seven, eight, and nine, right? Um, yeah, I think the eighth one is now booked for the, the weekend before, um, Terminator, uh, is set to, you know, the next Terminator would come out, but, uh, clearly, uh, you know, they've got plenty of time to, uh, you know, rearrange things and <laughs> get, get the dates yeah. spread out a little better because yeah, that would just be, 
you know, death to any movie is to come out right after Star Wars, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's assuming everyone time, likes this next one, assuming. which you know, but it looks it looks pretty good so far. Um, I can tell you right now, there's going to be some lens flares that I'm not used to. <laughs> lens flares, baby. Yeah, hopefully he'll restrain himself for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it does look beautiful, though. I, I got I got to admit, and then especially that you know moment when Harrison Ford and Chewbacca, you know, Han. Chewie are out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're saying they're home like that. Wow, that's some great, powerful <laughs> stuff. So I'm really hoping that they don't kill anybody off in that first reel. Right, yeah, yeah. Han Solo shows up and then he's, he's uh, toast early on. Right. Uh-oh. Yeah. That would be bad. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it should be, a, it's, it's, it's a lot of good movies, um, interesting things coming out later in the year. Um, even though, you know, we obviously don't have a new Arnold one to look forward to for a while because he doesn't, you know, he, d- he doesn't have anything filmed now. Um, so there's nothing in the can no. getting uh, post-production or anything. So, so we'll have to wait till he decides on his next movie and then films it. And then it gets, you know, you know, edited and post-production and all that. And then it finally comes out. So... Unfortunately, it's going to be. I feel like this is going to be a weird time because we've had like a whole string. Like you know, it went from yeah, well, the last stand to sabotage. I'm, I'm probably getting them out of order, but you know, escape plan hit all these movies coming out. Right, right. It was rapid yeah. fire Arnold movies for, yeah. for so long when he you know, decided Maggie. decided to all come back. Um, he was just you know not letting up. So now it's going to be kind of this. You know, this long gap we're going to get now, which of course, you know, and then, well, I don't know, it, 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 even if, uh, you know, so he's, he's nothing else for 2015, he could still theoretically f- shoot something that comes out, uh, you know, in the last half of 2016. Um, Right, yeah. If it's not something Terminator level, but um, I don't know. I don't know if they could do Conan. Conan, they they would probably still wait till 2017, I think. Um, Seems like such a big production. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they do it right, that they want to. He would have to do a smaller movie before then. He could he could do a comedy or uh, you do twins too, like this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, of course. (laughs) Or this uh, this you know this flight airplane movie that they were talking about. He could probably do that one. and then I hear he's going to be he's doing some TV appearances or something. I forget what show he's going to be on. Oh, interesting. I saw his um, on so some, some like one of the Twitter feeds that yeah he's going to come back to some. Show. I'll have to look that up again at some point. Yeah, yeah, that would be. But yeah, that's, I think that might be how we see Arnold because he did that. What was it, Two and a Half Men or whatever? Right, right, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, he could definitely do more of that, and that's that's you know easy to do. He just go in and and film for a couple hours and and then he's done. Um so uh yeah, yeah, that would be cool to see him on some more TV shows making uh surprise appearances. Um so uh yeah, so we got that at least. Um But yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, this winter we've got uh, of course the Star Wars um We've got um, the new James Bond movie that looks pretty good. Um, Ooh. 
the Spectre. New Daniel movie. Craig. Yep, Daniel Craig. Uh, doing. He's got two more films, this one and, and one more that he's uh, you know, contracted for. Um, That's a lot for, you know. Yeah, he's been he's he's going to be up there with uh, some of the other, you know, big actors that have played Bond for over quite a lot of movies. Um, uh, I think Roger Moore is probably the highest one. How you know the number of movies he's Bond in? Um, well, I guess that's okay if he's surpassed. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, no, I don't know. Okay. Daniel Craig. So this will be his fourth. And and yeah. he signed to do a fifth, um, so that is I don't know I'd, I'd have to check. I think uh, uh, I think he's still pretty far from from Roger Moore's. I think Moore had had like seven or something crazy like that. Um, wow, Connery. Yeah, they like have, they pumped a lot of those out. Connery had at at least five or six, I think. But and he's obviously the go-to for Bond. But I actually grew up with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, you know, I kind of yeah, yeah. where he was coming out as Bond. I thought exactly some of the like that had a lot of the, those fun technical gizmos and like all. I feel like that's sort of. I mean, it's there, but it's not as fun in these new Bond movies. Right, right. You they know, got away so, from some of the. So it's like a, the it's a different Bond. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm Pierce Brosnan. I that was my introduction to Bond too. Um, Pretty much when uh, when Goldeneye came out was my first one, um, so yeah, oh, so yeah. I, I like those as well. I think he's a cool Bond, but uh, let's he's see. still doing some action stuff anyway. But he's no Arnold. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not quite. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll have to get our our action fix on uh, on other. Other movies this uh, this winter, um, the Quentin Tarantino and of course, one, Batman uh, v Superman. Oh, Batman. oh, that one too. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino and Batman, Superman. Um, yeah, so there's some cool ones coming out. I'd love to check them out. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, but good news for st- uh, all the Terminator stuff. We'll keep an eye on. How those totals come up and uh, see if the studio actually makes an official announcement, uh, you know, the next uh, couple weeks. Oh, let's see. What else? The, the other major thing that happened um, was uh, just a couple days ago, uh, Gold's Gym uh, had a big party. And uh, they celebrated their 50th anniversary. Um, wow, that's crazy. So yeah, Gold's Gym has has been around fifty years, um, which is pretty wild. Uh, and uh, and of course Arnold being the uh, huge supporter of Gold's Gym, who was you know the the gym he he frequented when he first came to America and uh, and uh, continued to to do that. Uh, through his bodybuilding days and everything, and and still today, um, so they gave him gave Arnold an award of a lifetime achievement award, basically. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so they had this ceremony that was in uh, where was it? Dallas. 
I think. I think that's what sure. I saw. Some of the, somewhere in Texas. I think it was Dallas. And uh, and uh, yeah, Arnold accepted it, of course, and uh, gave a little speech. I think he was um, he was like in and out very quickly, so he didn't have time just to ground. But uh, uh, where was that story? I had that story up somewhere too. All my notes are getting scrambled. There it is. So yeah, it was Dallas. Um, so later, fifty years. Drew. Uh, oh yeah, and that's where its headquarters is. That's the global headquarters is in Dallas. Drew hundreds of franchise owners, gym managers, corporate leaders, fitness celebrities, and vendors to celebrate and to top off the night. Gold's Gym inducted Arnold Schwarzenegger into its esteemed Gold's Gym Hall of Fame. Schwarzenegger helped Gold's Gym put mainstream fitness on the map in the 1970s. And uh, here's a quote from Arnold. He says, This week we celebrate 50 years as the world's leading authority on health and fitness. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, I thought that was Arnold, but no, that's someone else talking. That's Aaron Watkins, president of Gold's Gym. Um, it sounded better with, as Arnold with Arnold. It I did. I know. Okay, let me find Arnold's quote because it's in here. Here we go. Okay, this is the next paragraph. When I first came to America, I went to Gold's Gym before I even went to my first apartment. Gold's Gym became my home. It was like a family to me, said Arnold Schwarzenegger. At the time, physical fitness wasn't mainstream, but look at what we have accomplished in these 50 years. Now everyone is working out. Remember that you are all part of the fitness crusade that we started 50 years ago. So, that was good. Nice. Yes, very, very fitting. Um, uh, yeah, and of course they want to continue growing and doing all this and uh, spreading Gold's Gym all around the world. Says it's our hope that 50 years from now, everyone in the world will have access to first-class fitness experience that elite personal trainers that only Gold's Gym can offer. Yes. Oh, it's another quote from Arnold. It says, "It doesn't matter if you come from the Middle East, Japan, China, Russia, or Austria. It makes no difference where you come from. You are part of the Gold's Gym family." That is the beauty of Gold's Gym, and that is why I will never forget this place, even today. So, it's got very kind things right, to so say. They've all about a community there. Yes, yes. It's just like you see in those, you know, those, those pumping iron segments where they, they all just, you know, gather, gather in the gym and, you know, kind of, uh, joke around with each other and, you know, help each other and spot each other and all that. It, uh, yeah. So you guys can have you your have very to. own pumping iron experience. <laughs> Just like going to Gold's Gym. Go to Gold's Gym. Yeah, start your own, uh, uh, you know, workout crew. Cause, uh, cause that is one thing, you know, it's a workout. You, you can, you can do only so much on your own. Like, you know, you can, you can have a exercise routine. That you you do by yourself as you know as good as you can, but you know in your home or whatever because every little bit helps. But then, if to to really kind of push yourself, it really helps to have 
you know, other people there, you know, you know, kind of, you know, you know, nudging you, you know, saying, you know, oh, yes, you can do more. Yeah. You know, like Arnold's, you know, just do more, come on. So, um, so it's that extra edge more. that you get yeah. when you go to a gym like Gold's Gym. So that's, uh, that's the idea. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, so I wanted to play this. Since we didn't have video from the event itself, um, I thought we would, uh, we would turn the clock back to, uh, to last year. <laughs> All the way back to last year. And, uh, you know, but there's this very, uh, classic, uh, 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 bit that, uh, Arnold did when, uh, he was going undercover at Gold's Gym. And I will just let it play. <laughs> How's it going? How many miles you're running? Oh my god. Hi. <laughs> so basically, I'm going to play Howard, a physical fitness instructor who has become a regional manager for Gold's Gym. I'm Howard Kleiner. I'm here to help you. And we're doing all of this crazy stuff. <laughs> to raise some money for something kind of serious, which is after-school programs. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Keep that up. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. Hi, can I help you? I forgot my key card. What does a key card mean? You look like you're sweating a little bit. <laughs> Let me just take care of everything. Here, I have a towel. How's it going? Pretty good, thanks. Drinking a lot of water? That's good. Just remember, 75% of the body is water. Keep drinking. Okay, we're not finished yet with the water drinking. When it burns, it grows. Remember that. Maybe you saw me on the FBI most wanted list. You look pretty pumped up. Remember, we do everything in reps. So you've done two reps of water drinking. Usually we do 10 reps of everything, so do another rep of water drinking. Go down a little further. You have elbows and you have knees, so touch them. Very nice. Stand up straight. Very good. Rep number seven. Stop being a baby. This is Gold's gym. This is not a baby gym. And ten. Very good. You did it. Give me five. That one. Ow. Why you hit so hard? I see some big guns back there. Look at this. Come on now. Let's, let's, let's see the guns. Just remember, pull. Pull, really pull. I love what I see and I see what I love. Don't laugh. This is a serious business. With the food supplements, the psychology, the mind, the body. What's the most important thing Come in VR? The weight training. That's right, baby. Yeah, Howard is my name. There you have it. That's the face that I like. Wow. He looks so good. So handsome. That never gets now old. Flex. Just choking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. This is Gold's Gym, not the Baby Gym. Not <laughs> the Baby Gym. That's the That's best. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's what they put on that t shirt. The Gold's Gym head. Uh, but yes, that is that is a great. This is, that is one of Arnold's most successful, uh, kind of, uh, you know, videos that, uh, they did for the, 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 the O-Maze last year. You know, the, the first big contest with the oh, tank yes. and everything. Um, and that was just, uh, 
just perfect. Like <laughs> Arnold, Arnold with a goofy mustache and, uh, and baseball hat and, uh, <laughs> again, just talking with all these people in, in Gold's gym and, uh, doing some motivations there. Ah, uh, yes. He says, <laughs> he says, he says the one guy, well, you look pretty pumped. It's like the, the skinniest guy in the gym, like doing this thing. <laughs> but Poor yeah. skinny guy. Uh, yeah. And a nice, very nice in there too. Oh yeah, I mean this is uh, pure Arnold right there. Yeah, yeah. So it's all the great Arnoldisms we talked about. <laughs> So yeah, pretty much. Yeah, a uh, bunch of them. So uh, yeah, so congratulations to Arnold for uh, getting the Gold's Gym Hall of Fame. He's he's in everyone's Hall of Fame lately. You know, WWE Hall of Fame, Gold's Gym Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, come on, he does. The, he deserves it. He does absolutely. I'm surprised it took so long. <laughs> Right, they had to wait till the fiftieth anniversary. So, okay, because ah, exactly. we, we let the big one, the Arnold in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's good, but uh, hmm. All right. Well, like I said, that's uh, it's kind of the Arnold news uh, for this week. Let me see what else, uh, see if we have anything else in the Twitters that, uh, is you to check that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, um, yeah, I think we mentioned there's the, uh, the, the, the great sideshow collectibles things are still going. Oh, the, the, um, are we still running this contest? We have the the uh, you know the the Genesis soundtrack the contest. Uh, I think that's yes. still going on. That uh, you can still win the uh, the, the score to, to Terminator Genesis if uh, if you go on our website at thearnoldfans.com and. Uh, Find the the news story there with our uh, Lauren Balf interview, and uh, yeah, send into that, and um, you could get a signed copy of the soundtrack by Lauren Balf. So that's pretty cool, and it is a great soundtrack. Absolutely, yes, I've listened to it a bunch. And uh, it holds up pretty well, even, you know, just on its own without the, the movie. So, it is nice. Um, what else? No word on when Terminator Genesis is going to be released on DVD and Blu-ray. Hmm. There's no date no for that yet, is there? No, let's see. Last time I checked, like, you know, Amazon, they, they of course, always have the the placeholder for those things for every movie. Um, but I don't think pull it up now. Let's see. Genesis. It's got Blu-ray, DVD, digital HD, all that stuff. Um, is there a date? I don't see one. 
Mm. Yeah, but you can uh, you can nonetheless pre-order it. <laughs> so you- I see something here that says October thirteenth, two thousand fifteen. Mm, what's that? What's that on? Now this is DVD releases dates dot com. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know how accurate or how you know how yeah. how good their track record is, but that's uh, that's not too bad. It seems uh, seems reasonable. That's uh, you know that's when when the the big summer movies start coming out is you know October November you know so they can get all those holiday sales. Um, right, exactly. So that would be good. I mean, that's uh, well, like this is like a month and a half from now. Yeah, think yeah, about it. Much. It's almost September, so yeah, the fall is upon us. Crazy. I always did like that time of year. Yeah, me too. I think it's a nice. This time of year, you got the mild weather, you know, it's not too hot, not too cold yet. Uh, you got all the leaves, you know, changing colors and stuff and all the uh, yeah. the apples, the pumpkins, good stuff. And then there's that one day of the year where you can dress like a Terminator and go out in public. Yes, there's that, of course. Right. And, uh, or your other favorite Arnold characters. But of yeah, course. Halloween is definitely a fun time. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, it's definitely gotten gotten chilly in the past week here in Michigan. Um, well, you were here until no more tubing, just huh? a, few, a few days ago. Um, yeah, I just got, I just flew out of there. Yeah. So what's the weather like? Down? I had a good time. The weather was nice. Yeah. While I was there, I got to go tubing, you know. Oh, nice. Some nature walks and stuff. It was fun. Yeah, that's cool. Down the Chippewa. Chippewa. Uh, but here, it's, uh, it's not bad here. It's still warm. Yeah, it was still hot. It still is, <laughs> yeah, it's probably what, in the, in the eighties still? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I this is cool. I these Woohoo. Alright. At least there's no snow snow shoveling yet. No. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I'll take it. Hoping it won't be too Oh, here's something too, fun. Too bad a winter. Let's see if we can Yeah. So, so my uh, family as a, on my travels. You know, people uh, are always on the lookout for something uh, I might enjoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found a vintage Kenner f- figure mm-hmm. uh, that released in 1992 from a great film that we all love. And uh, I'm just going to press the button, see if you can guess what, it is, what it's from. <laughs> I'll be back. After <laughs> the Vista, baby. Yes. That's nice. Uh, so it's one of those like what is this twelve inch figures and his eyes light up and Okay, yeah. And, uh, I'm Ooh. sure that uh <laughs> a lot of people have owned this for years and years, but I never actually Yeah, did, I've seen so. those, yeah, yeah. So I was really happy when when they brought that to me. And I actually have two of them, one that doesn't light up. Uh huh. And then and then finally they found another one that uh wasn't corroded out on the inside or something. Oh right. 
an older figure at this point. So <laughs> I'm just happy to have one that still lights up and right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty great figure. You know, it's one of those old works. blasts from the past. Like <laughs> they found in a vintage, you know, or an antique shop. Right. So it's kind of like nowadays we can go in there and find stuff, you know, from our childhoods. Yeah, right. It's yeah. crazy how time passes like that. Yeah, that's wild. I have seen yeah, a few uh, Arnold things in uh, in the, these um, antique shops and whatnot. Because yeah, they get all kinds of of uh, random things there sometimes. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a good a good one. That's that's a nice nice little surprise. Um, I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's yeah. not like the Hot Toys ones that are coming out now. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, but, it's not going to be. I have one of those already, so it's kind of fun. Right, super detailed um, in every aspect, but uh, but yeah, there's there's the fun. There were the Back ones. Back in the '90s, this is this is great. Yeah, you would you would get you know because any any kid can get these, and it's. Yeah, that's, that's that's when they they didn't have a problem marketing, you know, Terminator stuff to kids. <laughs> right. They were art, yeah, you know, they were R-rated movies, but yet you're you're having these like uh, kids' toys and stuff. It was it was a good time. Um, <laughs> these days they uh, they, they frown on that right. some more, you know. But um, uh, well, that's yes. crazy. Yes, I saw Randy. Randy posted something about these. Um, one of his figures that was was it? I think it was an unreleased last action hero figure. Oh, I saw those. Like one with black shirt. Yeah, yeah. And then they had the uh, Shakespearean Arnold. It, the Shakespearean. I think it was like a mini figure. Like uh, he had like mini one. Yeah, like had like. Had a dagger in his hand or something. Right, right. No, this the, is a mini figure. The Hamlet. It's like one of those bronze figures or something. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some cool stuff. And then a Danny. Yes, Danny. Come on, Danny. <laughs> All right. I will cut you. <laughs> I will cut you. <laughs> yes. Right. Believe in me. That's great. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, well, I think uh, I think we can wrap up the show. This will be a a, a record short show <laughs> for <laughs> as for recently. Um, but yes, we just don't have anything, uh, you know, uh, no no big segments or anything or or guests or anything like that. So um, I'm still gonna work. On, I'm gonna work on getting Holtz Foyer on still because um, I think they're back from their tour. Um, from Europe. Oh, and all that's that. right. Yeah, they had a pretty, pretty wild, they had. wild, successful tour. I, th- I saw his pictures from uh, from Austria, from the uh, Schwarzenegger Museum, and and uh, those. Oh, things. yeah, they were behind the the uh, security lines. Yeah, right, right. They got special access there. He, sons of guns. He was sitting on uh, the T2 bike and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, so they had some fun. Pretty cool. Yes, ballsy tunes. So, of course, uh, you know, we, we of course you know, encourage everyone to listen to Arnocore tunes as often as you can, um, and uh, download their songs. They're all you can get them all on iTunes 
uh, or there just the website to arnocore.com and uh yeah, yeah there's lots of lots of good ones there i was just looking at all of them cuz i was like um you know i'm trying this this apple music service that uh, is a free trial now oh yeah so you can you can see all the and they'll do like the thing where they'll match your songs to what iTunes has and then it's available on all your devices and that kind of thing so so I didn't have all, all of Arno Course songs like loaded everywhere, but now I do because I can. I can just. Oh, that's that's ballsy. Yes, it's great. It's got to have all of them. There's um, let's see over there. Yeah, the the Arno the the earliest one I have is Arno Demo One, and. Um, this is when they they released Predator, Running Man, and Crom as uh, their first three songs. Um, oh. So that's 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 the uh, way back. I think that's when was that? The mid two thousands, I want to say. They've, uh, yeah, I guess that sounds about accurate. Been around quite a while now, um, they started doing those. And then uh, they had the the greatest band of all time album, which uh, which had those earlier songs, but they they kind of re-recorded them so they have you know a higher production value and that kind of thing. Um, so even even ballsier. Um, where did it go? Yes, and then. Um, Yes, but then the ballsy EP is, has got three great tunes. Also, Terminator, Judgment Day, and Rise of the Machines are all on that. So it's all the your Terminator songs together, um, and the Fantastic EP is um, <laughs> got lots of good ones. So um, they even have Hercules, Hercules song there. Um, and of course, the fantastic one is is where we get our theme song from exactly. So I love it. Yes. All right, and then uh, you know we we love Daniel Marshall cigars. There's uh, there's always ballsy cigars going on there, and uh, check him out. I'm still um, uh, we're still gonna have like a, a stogie. Uh, we should do, we should like do a stogie smoking um, on an episode or yes. something time sometime. We'll get some of the the red, I have a, red a Daniel Marshall cigar in my collection. Yeah, which one do you? Which I kind? Pop one of those out. I you know that's a good question. I didn't see the. Yeah, I think the what type of this, is it the black label. I think is the. Uh, I think so. Yeah, kind of the that's the popular one. It's uh, it's not not too crazy expensive, but. Uh, very premium, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good stuff. Check out his cigars, and of course, his humidors are you know known to you know the talk about collectibles. Those are those are crazy collectible because he only he only makes a select few of um, the humidors for all of Arnold's movies and uh, uh, most of them anyway, and uh, and then like the Terminator one he just did and. 
he gets quite uh, quite detailed with those. So very nice. Oh yeah, that Terminator one looks great, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Just the the endo skull just popping out of it like that. Um, so yeah, check out DanielMarshall.com for all your cigar smoking needs. Um, and um, and yeah, we and we haven't forgot about um, Tuesday Night Cigar Club. Those guys, we're still you know we got the challenge coming. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna you know gonna meet up on the battlefield of the quotation competition <laughs> situation. And uh, one of us will come away victorious. (laughs) So watch out. It will be us, of course. I'll get you, of course. There's no other, you know, outcome to that. It's just, you know, it's it's no fate but what we make. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. So watch out for that. We'll we'll see if we can get them. Maybe next episode we'll do that. That would be fun. Um. Right, and yeah, then that, uh, you know, definitely keep uh, emailing and uh, tweeting us um, if, uh, if you, what you would like to hear on the show. You know, we need more, you know, f- more fun ideas because, you know, if, if there's not going to be as much uh, Arnold, you know, craziness happening week to week, we got to, you know, entertain ourselves with... Uh, some, uh, you know, some Mind with different things. Quotation so. battles. And more, yeah, more fun games you know, to play. Commentaries. Do the commentaries. Get more guests on and things. That'll be fun. Um, so, yeah, we love that. Um, and, uh, yeah. So shout out to us on Twitter, you know, the, the Gillinator. Yep. At Gillinator. At Crumb Studios. Crumb Studios and at Arnold Radio News. On Twitter, um, exactly. we got uh, yeah, we got uh, see, we got a retweet from uh, you know our, our good buddy Spencer Scott Holmes about the the T three commentary. He liked it, and yeah. um, he's the one that he's one that suggested the villain next. So um, I'm I'm right with him there. So yes, that'd be a, a completely different I think beast. That's a good call, but yeah, we'll do that. All right. Well, let's, uh, I think it's time. Let's take our toys back to the carpet, Crumb. And, uh. All right, and I have, uh, I'll let my toys say the final line for me. <laughs> yes. Do it. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> That's perfect. What, I can't do anything better, so we will see you next. On the next, yeah, on the next Arnold Radio News. I'll be back. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that that thing still works. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's not even you know in the box one. Right. Yeah. If it's so, been... it's sad though. The one that doesn't make noise. Is in sort of better condition. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> Only this, like the endo arm. You know, I don't know if you remember the toy at all, but one of them is like yeah. an exposed endo arm. Right. Yeah. And the one that works, somebody like broke off one of the fingers for the endo arm. Oh. So it's like no. <laughs> so what I was going to try to do is maybe open them up and switch the arms. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how easy that would be, but I see all these screws uh, here. I think that- it's possible. 
that reminds me. Oh, there's something else I could have uh, mentioned, but uh, I, I saw a very you cool. Edit it in. I, I saw a cool on the or in the the, the post show anyway. Um, the the cool um, the coolest post by someone who created their own um, uh, endo arm that uh, using actually you know metal materials and stuff so they would oh that would be great they created it with you know metal working tools and you know to carve it you yeah. know whatever the the um um what's the name of the thing that you you know you, it's like this spinning thing and you put the metal up to it and it carves it out or whatever and and um uh, i forget mm. is that that's you know, insanely dangerous machine if you don't know what you're doing because it, it will, it will <laughs> yeah. just you know if it if it catches a, a sleeve or whatever it's, it's like you're gone <laughs> you're you're losing a limb or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, these guys used that like that kind of equipment and made like the most accurate, um, you know, as as best they could, you know, endo arm. Um, yeah, out of real metal because all the ones that are like even the the crazy ones from Sideshow that's like one to one and everything. Yeah, they're, they're usually not completely metal. They're, they've got like some oh, some right. metallic parts, but then it's like the the resin that's normally like for you know sculpted figures and stuff. Um, so let's fake it out, huh? Uh, a lot of them, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there are some metal ones out there, but uh, but they're you know probably the ones that were actually used in this in the film and you know yeah various versions of that and reproductions. But but yeah, but it takes a lot of work to <laughs> to actually make a metal endo arm. Surprisingly, so, um, but yeah, this guy like documented the whole process too. Um, of of making that and um and I think it ended up like he was going to try to like you know make more of them so he could you know sell them to people but then like it just it was on some message message board and then it, he just disappeared and um you know nothing else I could find that he was actually selling them so I don't know but it was going to be thousands of dollars or whatever because you know it it takes him so much time to do that. Um, but yeah, that was, it was interesting. Cause I was like, I was starting to plan my, um, my home theater room down here. And, uh, yeah. just thinking of, you know, how I wanted to decorate it and, and stuff. I was like, man, it would be cool to have, you know, like, you know, like they have in T2 when they, they reveal, at, at Cyberdyne, the endo arm in the in the glass tube, and and the chip there. Oh yeah, like that would be cool to have, like you know, mounted on the wall or whatever. Um, so as I started looking at do the, that. the endo arms, and you can get a, you can get a um, a model making kit that uh, lets you make your own endo arm. Um, uh, from, I, I think it's, it comes from, um, uh, somewhere, Thailand or something like that. Um, yeah. 
And where you um, make your own endo arm, you have to, yeah, you get all the pieces of the, you know, the, the parts of it and stuff. And you, and then you have to assemble it. Um, and oh, then, I think I've seen those and on eBay. paint it. You have to, you know, paint it yourself and all that too. Yeah, those are up on eBay. eBay a lot. And they they're not, they don't cost very yeah, even much. Even that is like eighty bucks. Right, right. Yeah, they're relatively. Well, I guess it's not cheap, as bad as a thousand. But. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it it is um it is full size. Like it's you know it's it's actual life size. So that's cool. But um, uh, but yeah. yeah, you have to you know be put a lot of work into it. Uh, you know, you have to be able to, you know craft crafty and stuff to to put it together um so yeah i may eventually you know try to grab one of those so i can uh that was my plan to do do it someday yeah um but yeah yeah i've got uh got plans definitely gonna put up some some of the arnold posters like uh at the entrance to the theater and probably along the walls um, gonna have a, I'll have a, a marquee, gonna have like a marquee above oh, yeah. the, the entrance so I can put up, you know, when I'm gonna screen different movies, I can, you know, put the letters up and, and, and make it look all cool like that. Um, because one of the, it. and those, there was a cheap one of those that was like only like 40 bucks, I think. 40, 50 bucks. You can get a marquee that goes above the, you know, mount it and comes with the letters and stuff. Um, it doesn't light up. That's the, you know, that's the, the catch is the cheap version. There's, there's no light behind it or anything. Um, ah. to get a light up one, it's like, you know, three, three or four hundred or something like that. It goes up quite a bit. Um, and it uh, and that's like even just a like a basic one that uh, doesn't doesn't look quite as cool. So, um, but yeah, I'm gonna get some like that. Put other put my other Arnold stuff kind of, and then I, what I'd like to do is have like a kind of a secret room too. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you're gonna be able to do that. Yeah, it's down in the basement. It's like we can we can do whatever we want. We're gonna like you know, because we're gonna be putting up walls and stuff. Um, so and it's oh, not right. you know not like it has to be like super secret, but I just want to have like a, a um like a, a at the back of the theater. I want to have like a, something that opens up, um, and then it'll be like you know my my really cool Arnold stuff back there. Or just you know most of my collection that I can go back and uh, and have kind of on That'd display. That'd be awesome. Um, and look through stuff there, and then, and then maybe you know they'll be by you know my stogie smoking area or something. <laughs> nah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably can't get away with that because there won't be any ventilation. So um. <laughs> that's half the fun. Right, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah I want to smoke stogies, but I, I can go back there and have a, have a, have a drink, enjoy a nice, because there's another thing I saw, like it was on Reddit, um, some guy created his own um, cigar smoking room and stuff uh, that was, and it was literally like, it had like, uh, it was a secret entrance in that it was a bookshelf 
that has a secret latch on it, <laughs> and then you open it. Oh. Um, so he went, uh, you know, and then then he, he decorated the whole interior, so it had, like, the leather, ch- like, well, not real, like, a fake leather chair, and then, like, a fireplace yeah. that was, like, an electric fireplace kind of thing. So he'd go back, <laughs> there's, like, his gentleman <laughs> lounge area. Um with his, you know, cigars and stuff, and and his, and it used to be, it was an old house, and the room used to be, um, uh, for, it had a coal chute in it, so you, you'd, yeah, they would shovel the coal in from outside or whatever, and, um, so, oh, they, weird, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really old, like, <laughs> um, so they would have, you know, he has this, like, this vent in the top where the coal would come down. So he does have, like, a fan that he puts up to vent the cigar smoke out or whatever. Um, so, yeah. So it was a, like, gave me that idea, like, yeah, I want to have a secret room. Oh, he went away. You're back. I don't know what the hell happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something always happens. So he puts a fan up to what? He puts a fan, you know, up where the the coal chute used to be, and to, to vent out the mm-hmm. cigar smoke. So. Oh. Yeah, that would be. So it kind of nice works. It. Works that way. Um. So yeah, but that you was, don't have one of those, huh? That gave me that idea, though. I was like, no, we don't have any vent down here. Except, um, well, there's windows over on the other side, but, uh, that's going to be the kids' area, so <laughs> I can't use that. Uh, ah, the kids. Yes. No, really. Oh, well, they're still worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> that's, but it was like, it gave me the idea for the, yeah, secret room. That would be cool. Um, just to have... Yeah, and it would probably save your Arnold stuff from getting destroyed. Well, right, exactly, because I can't put out, you know, the theater is going to be, you know, family accessible and everything, so it's like, um, I can't put everything out there, just, uh, you know, I'll definitely put some things on shelves that are high enough that the kids can't get to them. But, yeah. Um, and I, re- you know, really I don't have anything super expensive or, or but but, you know, it's just... You want to take care of the things, so. Um, of course. Uh, yeah. So yeah, an Arnold the secret Arnold room that uh, I can have some of those things would be cool. Uh, 